Welcome to the All People's Church Sunday podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. For more messages and resources, please visit allpeoples.com or download our free All People's Church app. Let's stand to our feet. Let's stand to our feet and just shout the name of Jesus on the count of three. Can we do that? One, two, three. Just give him a shout. Let's do it one more time. One, two, three. Jesus. Isn't he amazing? Well, I, I want to tell you, I am so excited to be with you guys here today. Uh, I have a, a friend in Texas, and Waco, Texas, Chris Delanere, and he told me about you guys, and uh, it's just an honor to be here with you guys. Robert, thank you for having me, and uh, I'm ex- so excited about what God is going to do today. I've got a message that is burning in my heart, and it is the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ, and this message has never gotten old with me, and so I'm going to share from my heart today. I brought a couple books that I'd like to be able to um, share with you right now. Uh, Bill Johnson just uh, uh, finished this book recently. It's called The Final moments. And throughout this book, he talks about how the Holy Spirit impacts ordinary people so that they can openly display the raw power of God. And if we study revival history, we will soon discover that individuals that have been impacted by the Holy Spirit have impacted society in history. So this book is in the back if you want that. Who would like this book? I'd like to be able to give this away to somebody that is just so hungry. Hey, the first person up here gets it. All right. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Did you see that? Talk about hunger, man. That was passion. Uh, Another book that that Bill just uh, wrote um, recently as well is called The Power That Changes the World. (laughs) Hold on, hold on. This is about the wisdom of heaven and the power that changes the world. This is in the back as well. Give it up for this man. I met him earlier this week. Um, he was at our Power of Love that we just did in L.A. We had a great time. And um, wow, man, God's just changing people's lives, setting people on fire for God. And I wrote a, a book recently called uh, Compassion to Action. And this is really about the heart of Jesus Christ. It's, it's heart for humanity. You know, Jesus' desire is that none perish but all have life. And it was really the compassion of the Father for humanity to send his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, to die in our place. Listen, if you and I got what we deserve, we'd all go to hell. But thank you, Jesus, that Jesus died on a bloody cross for you and I. He saw us over 2,000 years ago as he hung on that cross. He saw into the future, and he saw this present moment, this present hour. And he said, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. And he said, you're worth it, you're worth it, you're worth it, you're worth it. And throughout this book, I just talk about how ordinary people have an encounter with Jesus Christ so that they could become an encounter through the love of God. Because God's love is what motivates us. How many people realize that when God touches us with his love, we become a walking encounter of love? 
So I'd like to be able to uh, give this one away to maybe someone in the back there, you know, that you're, you're at a place where you're at a tipping point where you're saying, God, you know, I want to step out as a lifestyle of the supernatural. I want to live a lifestyle of the supernatural. I want to openly display the power of God wherever I go. Uh, if you would like this book, I'd like to be able to give that away to you. Uh, oh, I see that lady in the back. Come on down. I bless you. This is in the back as well. And um, all right. Well, if you have your Bibles, turn to uh, Romans chapter 1. As you're turning into Romans chapter 1, I want to tell you just a little bit about myself. I, um, I grew up in the church, but, you know, just because you go to the church doesn't mean that you're a Christian. You know, I, I tell people, you know, you could go to McDonald's every day of the week and never become a cheeseburger or a french fry, or a milkshake. And I, and I grew up in the church, but um, I, I wasn't born again. I wasn't following Jesus Christ until I was 18 years old. And I had an encounter with Jesus when I was in jail, not in church. Went to jail when I was 18 years old. Uh, I, uh, I did some, some things that, that I shouldn't have done, but you know what? How many people know that sinners sin? And I, I was a really good sinner, and, um, but I'm glad that, that Jesus is a really good saver. I, I'm glad that he was able to do his job for me. Someone started sharing Jesus with me. I didn't want to hear anything about Jesus, and, and I actually told him to be quiet and some, some words that I, I do not care to ever repeat again. And, and he didn't give up on me. How many people know that just because... When you share, someone doesn't like what you have to say, it doesn't mean that you stop praying for them. And you should never be intimidated by the way that people look. You should never be intimidated when you step out and share the love of Jesus if they give you a bad face. This man, Mike, he began to share Jesus with me, and I didn't want to hear anything about Jesus. But the second day when I was in there, something began to happen to my heart. The Holy Spirit is the greatest evangelist. And the Holy Spirit began to soften my heart. And I said to Mike, I said, can I borrow a Bible? He gave me a Bible. I went into my cell. I got on my knees. And I said, Jesus, I have done so many bad things. But I heard that you have the power to change my life. I asked that you would come into my heart and you would save me. Cleanse me with your blood. And in that moment, I felt the person of Jesus Christ come inside of me. And not only did I feel him come inside of me, I felt darkness leave me. And I knew in that moment I was born again. And today, this morning, I'm going to talk about living a lifestyle of openly displaying the raw power of God wherever you go. Because Jesus lives in you, but Jesus also wants to live through you. Romans 1.16, it's, it's really one of my life verses but it says, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first, and also for the Greek. For in it, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. I love how Paul says this, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. That's a bold statement. That's a powerful statement. Because here this man Paul at one time was a murderer. And he says, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. What he's saying and what he's declaring, and he's saying, I used to have shame, but Jesus Christ took it away. So therefore, I am no longer ashamed. 
says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. And when I gave my life to Jesus Christ, something happened to me. He changed the world inside of me so that the world around me could be transformed. In the gospel is the power of God. When you share the gospel, when you experience the gospel, there is power on display to change all of eternity. Every human being needs water. In fact, every human being has water living inside of them. The gospel is like water. Every human being needs it. Every human being needs the gospel of Jesus Christ because it is the gospel that transforms human hearts. The number one need for the human heart is the gospel of Jesus Christ. It is the longing for every human heart. They need a savior. They need Jesus. And I know many of you have either recently given your heart to the Lord or you've been born again for a while, or you're at a place right now where you're about ready to say, Jesus, I want to know you. I want to have a personal relationship with you. When I gave my life to the Lord, God began to transform me. I used to weigh 400 pounds at one time. I joke about it, that even my genes at one time had stretch marks on it. But I want to tell you, Jesus didn't just save my soul. He saved my whole being, spirit, soul, and body. He saved me. And he began to transform every area of my life. And he began to talk to me about a lifestyle of displaying his love and power to the world. See, I knew what it was like to live in sin. But now Jesus said, I want you to know what it's like to live in freedom and grace and empowerment. And I want you to tell people about me wherever you go. And that's been my journey of just bragging on Jesus and telling people how much Jesus really loves them. That Jesus is not mad at them, but Jesus loves them so much. And then when he hung on a bloody cross, he thought about them in the future and said, you're worth it, you're worth it, you're worth it. Let me tell each and every one of you, none of you are a second-class citizen. Not one of you are a second-class citizen. Every one of you are valuable and significant. Jesus never died for trash. He died for people that he saw was valuable and significant. There's something about your life that is significant. And when we have a revelation of how valuable we are because of what Jesus has done for us, it changes how we live. And I'm going to share some stories right now of how my life has been changed and how it's transformed my lifestyle. And as I share these stories and these testimonies for you, I want to prophesy into your hearts. I want to prophesy in the environment that the power of God is at work in this place this morning. And he is working in your life. And I can see a domino effect because when you have an encounter, you become an encounter. I I remember... After I got saved, I just, something lit up inside of me. I just wanted everyone to get born again. And when I got saved, people would tell me, you know, you're just really passionate. You know, Chris, you, you know, your fire is going to die down. And I want to tell you, it's been many years. I'm 37 now. And I am more on fire for Jesus Christ now than I was at 18 years old. And God told me, he says, Chris, if you really want to grow, just obey me and follow me. 
Sometimes we make the Christian life so complicated when it's just really so simple. Know how loved you are. Know that you have a new identity and follow Jesus Christ. Follow him. Obey his voice. So one day I'm driving my car and, and I'm in St. Louis, Missouri, where I'm from. And all of a sudden this car is highlighted to me when I'm driving. And so the Lord speaks to my heart. He says, I want you to follow that car. I said, all right, God. And so I start following the car. And all of a sudden, I just feel the heart of the Lord for this individual. That this person I know needs to surrender their life to Jesus Christ. So I'm following this individual. I start honking at this individual. I'm kind of making little notions like, pull over, pull over. I just feel this awareness that Jesus Christ wants to save this person's soul right now. I felt like this urgency in the spirit. Heaven is real, and so is hell. And I felt this urgency that this individual must surrender their life to Jesus Christ. So I'm honking my horn. I'm doing everything that I knew what to do at the time. I'm waving at him, and he's probably thinking, do I know you? You know, you don't know me, but there's somebody that does, that thinks you're so valuable and wants you to follow him. So he finally pulls over in this gas station. I get out of my car, and, and by the way, guys, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I had no idea what I was doing. A lot of times, people think they know what they're doing. They have to know what they're doing to be able to share Jesus. They have to know what to say, what not to say. I've discovered when you follow Jesus and you have his heart, he'll give you the right words to say. So he pulls over, he's at this gas station, I get out of the car, and I said, hey, excuse me, Sarah, I know you don't know me, but when you're driving, I just felt such a, such a compassion for you. I just felt God's heart for you, and I just want to tell you that Jesus loves you so very much. I ask him, hey, where's your heart at right now? Comes to find out that he was a backslidden Christian. I said, man, I want to pray for you right now. You have to surrender your life to Jesus Christ. And I got to pray with him. And God spoke to me that day. He just began to share with me on how important it is to begin to step out when he says to do something. I think about eternity a lot. It's kind of one of those things that I guess every evangelist has on their radar is eternity. I remember walking through the mall in Casper, Wyoming, and, and um, just going about my life. And a lot of times, I don't try to be outreach-oriented. I just try to be lifestyle-oriented. And what I mean by that is, you know, I serve at Bethel Church as the outreach director, and we have a lot of different outreaches every single week. In fact, with our school and our church combined, we probably have over 100 different outreaches while school's in session. So there's so many different outreaches. But I realized this, even as the director of the outreach department, I could have an outreach mindset or something that I do where it's just organized, or I can just live my life supernaturally, naturally, and see God come through my life. Most of the miracles that I see take place through my life is actually when I'm on the go. And it's not planned. And I love planned outreaches. I believe there's a place for it. But I also believe there's a place of just living your life supernaturally, naturally, wherever you're at. So I'm walking through the mall in Casper, Wyoming. And I've got a team with me. And we're, we're just hanging out. And uh, it's after a session. Of, uh, I got done speaking. And uh, we're getting some food. We're just kind of doing life, you know, as you go. 
And as I'm walking through the mall, there's this young girl. She's probably around 16 years old. And I felt in my heart as I walked by her to ask her if she's been baptized in the Holy Spirit. Kind of a random question. But it was what the Lord put on my heart. So she turned to me and she says, no, I haven't been baptized in the Holy Spirit. What does that mean? And I explained to her what it means really quick. And, and, and I said, I would like to be able to pray for you right now. We begin to pray for her. The power of God comes on her. And I wasn't quick enough. She fell down under the power of God in the mall praying in tongues as the power of God is flowing through her. I want to tell you, the baptism of the Holy Spirit will make you courageous. That night, she comes to the church. She had already given her life to the Lord. But she got baptized in the Holy Spirit inside the mall. She came to the church that night. And she begins to preach the gospel, more or less, on the microphone. She begins to testify of what Jesus did in her life in that moment. It was like she got radically transformed in just a moment of time because of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I know that today there's many individuals that you've been asking God, God, I want more courage in my life. I want to step out. I want to be able to share my faith. But I, I, I need the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And I believe the Holy Spirit is going to come in a powerful way on many individuals' lives today that is going to empower you to become a witness as a lifestyle. I remember as a, a first-year school of ministry student, I was studying revival, and I said, Lord, I, I want more. I want more. And I've, I've heard about individuals that have been baptized in the Holy Spirit and how it's impacted the course of their life. And I said, God, here I am. Touched my life. And Bill just came back from Wales. And he was talking to us about the Welsh Revival. And I had been studying the Welsh Revival. And I said, Lord, here is my life. Touch me. And I stood on that line. And I said, God, I'm not going to leave this place unless you touch me. And he prayed. And, and nothing happened. And after 20 minutes, I felt this electricity shoot through my whole being. It was like I put my hand into a live wire socket. And then I saw like a child take me by my hand. And the next thing I know, shoot, I was gone. And I was in Africa, had this vision of me in Africa. And God said, will you go? And I said, yes, I will go. And then I saw the people of Africa, and they said, we're waiting for you to come. And God spoke to me again. He says, will you go? And I said, yes. And then I went to another location, to another location, to another location. This was 15 years ago when I was baptized in the Holy Spirit. Now, you have to understand something. I was already witnessing. I was already sharing my faith. And I was already seeing, you know, a fruit take place in my life. But when I was baptized in the Holy Spirit, it was the game changer. It was the game changer. I saw some fruit. I saw people, some people get healed because I would pray for a lot of people. I'd see some people get saved. But when I got baptized in the Holy Spirit, guys, my whole life changed. This encounter lasted for around 20, 30 minutes. And I told a friend of mine, I said, we've got to go to the mall. We've got to share the gospel with people. This is 15 years ago. So we go to the mall, and a friend of mine, he has a picture in his mind of, of someone that has a, a white tank top on. Just a quick picture in his mind that he feels in his heart that we're going to see someone that has a white tank top on. Five minutes after he shared this with me, we saw a young girl limping. With her parents. She was just limping. And she had a white jersey on. This was a sports jersey. And she was playing softball. And so we saw her and I said, TC, that's her. That's the person that you saw a picture of. It's a white tank top jersey on. So we approached her. And I said, excuse me. 
My friend over here, he had a picture in his mind that we would see someone that had a white tank top on. And it seems to be that you're that individual. Can we pray for you right now? And so she lets us pray for her. I, I kneel down. I put my hand on her ankle area and her leg area that was in pain. She injured it in a sports injury. We pray for her. And suddenly, the power of God came on her ankle, and she began to weep and cry. She said to her mom and dad, Mom, all the pain is gone. Dad, all the pain is gone. And tears are running down her eyes. I got so excited. I was like, my God, this is amazing. I was like, praise you, Jesus. God, you're alive. So I got excited. I started preaching. Something happened to me. It wasn't my fault. <laughs> he, he did something in me. There was a new boldness that came over my life. Acts chapter 4, verse 29, it says, Now, Lord, look on your threats and grant to your servants with all boldness they may speak your word. While you stretch out your hand to heal and that signs and wonders will be done to the name of your holy servant, Jesus. She got healed. I started preaching, walked around the corner, approached this gentleman, and something came over me. I said, man, you need to surrender your life to Jesus. And he was like paralyzed in a moment. It was like the Spirit of the Lord gripped his heart. And I said, what's holding you back right now from surrendering your life to Jesus? And he, and he said, I was a backslidden Christian. I said, man, you need to surrender right now to Jesus Christ. I said, do you want to do that? And he says, yes. And we pray for him. The power of God came on his life. And God showed me something that day. God showed me that he is more willing to save people than I am willing to step out. He showed me something that he is always ready to save a soul. But he's just looking for people that will say, God, use my life. God wants to use ordinary people to openly display the raw power of God. You and I, we all have ministries. We have three ministries, guys. Our first ministry is what we were doing earlier, just worshiping the Lord with all of our heart. Saying, God, I love you so much. Here's my life. I love you. Our second ministry is to each other, loving each other, being in relationship with each other. But there's just one ministry, guys, that we'll never be able to do when we get into heaven, and that is to share our faith. Sharing our faith is only reserved for planet Earth. You can never share your faith again once you get into heaven. Sharing your faith is reserved for planet Earth. A lot of times there's things that try to hold people back from stepping out and sharing what God has done in their life. But I believe that this morning there's going to be, if you will, an infusion of the Holy Spirit that will mobilize you to be able to share your faith naturally. Have you ever talked to somebody about the weather that you don't even know before? It's like, yeah, you know, it's kind of rainy and you have a conversation about the rain. It's like, man, I can't believe it's raining today. It's like, oh, wow, the forecast says it's going to be sunny the next few days. And you start talking to individual about the weather and you never even met that person before. What would it be like if we felt so empowered to talk to strangers, whoever it may be, about Jesus Christ and his saving grace? What would it be like that we weren't intimidated by any individual? 
that we would know with everything in our heart that as we share the gospel, people will get saved. I believe the Lord is releasing a conviction in the spirit that as we share the gospel, something happens in the environment. You see, my friends, when you step out and you share the gospel, what you're really doing is you're imparting faith in the atmosphere. Because what lives inside of you is faith, but it's not your faith, it's his faith that lives inside of you. And when you recognize that there is a person living inside of you that wants to come out of you, you realize in that moment that I have the ability to shift things in the spirit. Now we know that you and I are not the greatest evangelists. No one on planet earth is the greatest evangelist. Some people will say, well, you know, this person, he's the greatest evangelist I know. Because when they preach, things happen. Oh, my friends, no human being is the greatest evangelist. The greatest evangelist is the person of the Holy Spirit. Because it is the Holy Spirit that draws people to Jesus Christ. It's when an individual that has a conviction that Jesus saves shares and imparts faith in the atmosphere where individuals' lives are touched. Now this morning, I, I want to pray with us. I, I want to pray for the power of God to come on lives this morning. Things are going to happen in just a moment. And I know that there's people here that you need a miracle in your body. That you came here this morning for a miracle in your body. And I know Jesus Christ wants to heal you. But I'm also fully aware that there's people here this morning that need Jesus. That you're in desperate need of Jesus. You're in desperate need of peace. You're in desperate need of comfort. And Jesus wants to give you peace and he wants to give you comfort. But I'm also aware that there's folks here that you've been crying out in the secret place saying, God, I want you to use me in power. I want to be one of those individuals that can step out and openly display the raw power of God. Wherever you send me, God, I'm saying yes to it, God. I want to be an individual that is available in the workplace, God. I want to be an individual that is available wherever I go for me to see you move through me. I want you to look at your hands right now. See, your hands are not just your hands. Your hands are the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says in Mark 16 that you would lay your hands on the sick and they would recover. It's the believer's ministry. I remember when I was reading the Bible when I was a young man. I'm still a young man. But I remember reading and this verse. And I began to imagine what would it be like if God would use me in signs and wonders. And I read the Bible and I realize, wow, the signs never stopped. He said that these signs would follow those who believe. And I re read that verse and I said, well, God, I'm a believer. I'm a believer. You live inside of me. What do I need to do? And he made it really simple. You know what he told me? You know what he put in my heart? Just pray for the sick. See, you'll never see someone get healed. You'll never see someone get saved unless you step out. I've been able to pray for thousands and thousands and thousands of people. And not every person that I've prayed for has gotten healed. But I want to tell you, I've seen hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and thousands of people healed. 
because I've been able to step out and pray for people. Some of us here this morning, there's something about ready to happen in your life and your lifestyle. It's like a tipping point where you realize that you've been on assignment. You've been created with an assignment, and that is to destroy the works of the devil. As I began to first step out and pray for the sick, I felt a little bit awkward, to be honest with you. Because I'd never done it before. I felt awkward. It's like, what, 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 how do I do this? But God wasn't looking at how I stepped out. He was looking at my heart. And God's looking at everyone's heart this morning. If you're a believer... The good news is, God wants to use you in extraordinary ways. He wants to use you in power. And there's people here this morning, you need a miracle in your body. There's someone here, you've been having back pain, excruciating back pain. If that's you, quickly stand to your feet. Anyone else, you've been having back pain. Someone here that you also injured your neck on the right side of your neck. It's pain in your neck. Go ahead and stand. It's also someone in here that you've been having a problem with your right wrist. Is that you? Stand to your feet. Someone here you have a pain on the right side of your abdomen. There's been pain in the right side of your abdomen. Who's that? Stand up. Yeah, you're in the back. It's also someone here that you pull the muscle in your calf. You have pain in your right leg. It's in your calf area. That's you. Quickly stand to your feet. Okay. It's also someone here that there's something going on with your throat, possibly even a tumor in your throat. It's a growth in your throat or something like that. Quickly stand to your feet. One of the things that I love about the ministry of Jesus Christ is he doesn't look for people that have degrees. He looks for people that will believe. He looks for people that will just respond like children. And there's nothing more fun than obeying Jesus Christ and seeing Jesus move through an ordinary person like you and I. God wants to use simple people. Simply people that will say yes. There's someone else here that you injured your right kneecap. Is that you? I, I feel the healing presence of the Lord on your knee right now. Go ahead and move it around. Go ahead and test it out. The Lord. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Just walk right around here. Thank you, Jesus. You're awesome, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. You're awesome, Lord. You're awesome, Lord. You're awesome, Lord. You're awesome, Jesus. You're awesome, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. You're awesome. Power of God's on this woman. Thank you, God, for healing her, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Jesus, for your healing presence and your touch. God, we love you so much. You're amazing, Lord. We love you, Jesus. You're awesome. Anyone else that's in pain this morning, quickly stand to your feet. My friends, if you're not a believer in Jesus Christ, Jesus is here to save you. He loves you. He has the power to cleanse all your sins. He doesn't just die. Rise again for some sins, my friend. He has the power to cleanse every one of your sins. His blood will never dry up. It has the power to cleanse sins. And if you're here this morning before we go on and pray for the sick, and you say, I want to know Jesus. I want to have a relationship with this loving Jesus. I want to have a personal living relationship. Not just a relationship in my mind, but a relationship through my heart. I want my heart to come alive. I want him to live inside of me. I want you to pray with me right now. There's no magic in the words, but if you believe it with all your heart, that Jesus is the Son of God and that he died and he rose again, my friends, I've got good news for you. He will come inside of you, and he will drive the darkness out, and his light will come in. He will be your Savior. He will be your healer. He will be your deliverer. He has the power to change your life. I want to lead you in just a simple prayer. If you want to know Jesus, I invite you to pray this prayer with me right now. Just pray from your heart. Just say, Jesus. Let's all pray together. Just say, Jesus, I believe that you're the Son of God. And you died on the cross for me. And you rose again. I give you my heart. I give you my life. I trust you. Take over. You are alive, Jesus. Thank you for your blood that has the power to cleanse all my sins. I receive you as my Savior. I receive you as my healer. And I receive you as my deliverer. And Jesus, I renounce any other spirit that I've invited in my life from my past. And I command them to leave me right now. Holy Spirit, come in. Fill me and empower me to live for Jesus all the days of my life. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. My friends, if you just prayed that prayer and you just gave your life to the Lord, I want you just to wave your hand right now. Just raise your hand right now and just say, yeah, that was me. I just gave my life to Jesus Christ. We'd love to be able to see your hands right now. Is there anyone here you said, I just gave my life? Yes, sir. Let's give this man a hand clap. God bless you. You're a child of God. Is there anyone else who says, I gave my life to Jesus Christ this morning? Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Those that have just given their life to the Lord, there's going to be a team up here in just a little bit. They want to welcome you into the family. They want to get connected to you, give you a gift as well. And we want to celebrate you in the kingdom of God and just becoming a child of the Lord Jesus Christ. There is a major celebration in heaven over your soul today, my friend. Those that are standing up, you're standing up because you need a miracle in your body. Those that are around, what I want you to quickly do 
is I want you to ask them where their pain is at. If you're sitting by them, that means you're a part of the ministry team. Ask them where the pain is at. Before you pray for them, I'm going to give you some quick instructions. Ask them where the pain is at. Okay, this is what I want you to do. I want you to ask them where the pain is at, and then I want you to lay your hand on that area if it's appropriate, and I want you to command all the pain to leave their body. You don't have to pray long prayers. All you need to do is pray an honest prayer from your heart, just commanding all the pain to leave their body. Go ahead and do that right now. Father, we thank you for your healing anointing. We command all pain to leave their bodies. doing really good someone's shoulders and back was just healed thank you Lord thank you God okay go ahead and stop praying let's have them test their body out if if all the pain just left your body just go ahead and quickly wave your hands like this all the pain, yeah, anyone else? So all the pain just left your body right now. Is there anyone else, the pain? Yeah, right there, right there in the back. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Is there anyone else, the pain just left your body? Just wave your hands right now. I saw that hand over there already. Yep, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Is there anyone else, the pain just left your body? Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. The Lord Jesus is a healer. He's a savior. He's a deliverer. He's real. He's alive. There's many people here that you, you're, uh, you've got partial healing, and we want to continue to pray for you. There's going to be a ministry team come up here in just a moment. But what I want to do right now is I want to invite the Holy Spirit. And what's going to happen in just a moment is the Holy Spirit is going to come upon individuals' lives. If you're desiring the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, to preach the gospel. Your power, if you're also desiring your spiritual language, God's going to empower you right now, fill you right now with the Holy Spirit. What I'd like for you to do right now is if you could all stand to your feet. This moment, I'm going to welcome the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is going to come people's lives. Many of you will feel fire in your hands. Many of you will feel the burning in your heart. Some of you will feel the emotion of heaven where you don't know why you're crying. But you feel something happening in your heart. It's God moving inside of you. Some of you will go into visions where God will show you what he wants to do in your life. The Holy Spirit wants to touch people's lives. Please don't wait for anyone to lay hands on you in this moment. The person of the Holy Spirit is here. And he wants to empower you to be a witness. I know that's your desire. I know it's your desire to see God 
Use me. I'm your child. I want to make a difference on planet Earth. I want to pray right now. Invite the Holy Spirit to come. Holy Spirit, you're amazing. Spirit, this morning you would baptize them fresh with fire, Lord Jesus. You said you would baptize us with the Holy Spirit and fire, Jesus. You said you would send the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, come in such a powerful way. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, 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 Holy Spirit. In power, 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 power. Father, I pray for the power of God to be displayed today. God, I pray for the lightnings of heaven, Lord Jesus. Come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit. More, God. More, God. If you feel the Holy Spirit touching you right now, maybe you feel fire in your hands, maybe there's a burning desire, a passion in your heart right now, you feel something happening upon you, maybe you feel just really light, or maybe you feel just an uncontrollable emotion of weeping, I just want to invite you to make your way out of your seats right now. The Holy Spirit is in touching lives and empowering people. Just make your way out of your seats. The Holy Spirit is just going to fall mildly on people this morning. Come, Holy Spirit, more. More, Holy Spirit. More, Holy Spirit. More, Holy Spirit. More, Holy Spirit. Come, come, come. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Power, God. Power, God. Power, God. More, God. More, God. More, God. Touch lives, Lord. More, God. Touch lives, Lord. Touch lives, Lord. More, Holy Spirit. More, Holy Spirit. Come, 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 Holy Spirit. More, God. More, God. More, God. Never the same, Lord. 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 Mildly, God. 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 God, I'm praying for baptism of the Holy Spirit and fire. If you feel God touching your heart, just make your way up here right now. If you feel the presence of God upon you, just just make your way out of your seat right now. Holy Spirit is going to come and touch down on people's lives. If that's you, it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. Just make your way down here right now. The Holy Spirit is gripping hearts. He's mobilizing the church in power to be a witness. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. We're going to spend some time just ending in worship right now. And as you worship the Lord, allow the Holy Spirit just to come upon you. May He empower you to be a witness, Lord. More God. 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 If the ministry team is here, if you could just begin to go around and lay hands on people, Lord, we pray for the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. If you're out there, just lay hands on your neighbor right now. Just pray right now for them, for the empowerment, the mobilization of the gospel through their life. More Holy Spirit. 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 Empower God, empower God, empower God, empower, 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 empower. Come, Holy Spirit, power, 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 power. The go of the gospel, mighty miracles, signs and wonders. Let the power of God be displayed through your life.